Well, then they do a good job. Uh, parents, if you would stand. Yeah. Very good. Parents, if you would stand for them, and they will go out to you. They'll find you. They can't see you. Okay. Well, this time that we have together uh, might be a little different than what you're used to in years past. Uh, what we mean for this time to be is a time of reflection, uh, but greater than that, a time of celebration. And we have a king who's come, who's redeemed us, and that we are made alive through him. So uh, tonight, you'll see the choir will be leading you in worship. Uh, instead of just sitting there and listening and observing, our hope is that when the words are on the screen, that you will sing with them. Uh, that this will be a time that we worship together as a family, and we celebrate the King who has come for us.
on Earth. I don't know. Yes. Right. Merry Christmas. The words that these kids and the choir are singing for you, and as you are singing as well, are of paramount, eternal importance. The choir's hope for you, if you are a believer, is that these words will warm your hearts. And if you are not yet a believer, that these words may help you to faith in Jesus Christ. The first verse that I will read for you, the first verses I will read for you, are from the ninth chapter of Isaiah, many years before Jesus' birth. Listen carefully. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace.
And it came to pass in those days, there, there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, in, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn.
And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men.
<laughs> and when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The shepherds returned, glorified, glorifying, and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
Hello? Oh, there we go. Okay, good. If we could have the older kids come back up. Uh, if you can come back up, the ones that sang all is well and all that. Good, very good. Thank you. It is the birth of Christ we celebrate in these weeks. The coming of one who was made a little lower than the angels. For the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he shall reign forever and ever. May our hearts continually resonate with the praises of the angels, the praises of the shepherds, and the praises of the wise men. And until the day that we celebrate in person, with the heavenly host in adoration of Jesus, may we proclaim today, Christ is born. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Would you please stand and, and sing with us, Joy to the World. Can we say thank you again for this wonderful night together? Um, if I've not had a chance to meet you yet, my name is Spencer Plumley, and I'm senior pastor here at Riverview Baptist Church, and we are so excited that you came with us tonight. Tonight was the, pro the, the uh, result, the culmination of a lot of hard work uh, among a lot of the people that you saw on the stage. And so I just want to take a moment and say thank you to many of them. I want to first say thank you to our choir. Can we thank our choir for leading us this evening? Thank you, guys. I want to say thank you to a group of people that often has overlooked our musicians down here. All the music was live today. Can we say thank you? 
and a grief that really gets overlooked unless something goes wrong, <laughs> at which time everyone turns around and stares at the sound booth. Can we thank Rebecca and Kezia in the back there? And I don't know about you, but one of the most beautiful sounds in the world is hearing children sing about Jesus. Isn't that true? Um, yeah. I, I just I want to thank our kids. Can we thank the kids and our preschoolers for singing so well today? But as you no doubt know, that doesn't happen just with a smile and a handshake. Uh, to get these kids to sing like this, you have to have somebody talented who can lead them well. Joyce King, wave your happy hand. Joyce King right here in the front row. There she is. All right. Um, I'm so thankful to serve here at Riverview, and I look at the stage and I see so many reasons, but one of the main reasons I'm thankful to be a pastor here is because of the incredible staff and pastors I get to work with every single week, and one of those people is Zach Shelton. Can we thank Zach for his hard work? Uh, You need to know this is the first time Zach has ever done this. Didn't he do a good job? (laughs) No one could tell. Hey, just, just a couple of closing thoughts before we go this evening. I just want you to know that one of the reasons I love this time of year is because everywhere you look, in our city, in our community, on TV, you get reminders of how much God loves us. Every manger that you look at when you drive through our streets, even the one in front of Central Bank where they steal the baby, even that one, uh, we get reminders of how much God loves us. Because when we see those mangers, we see what God went through to love you and me. We see that though we are broken, sinful people, God did not leave us where we are. He moved heaven and earth to send Jesus to take our place on the cross. You see, one of the things that's important when we think about how much God loves us, it's important to see that Christmas is what sets up Easter. Christmas is what makes the cross possible because Jesus enters the world. We celebrate that at Christmas, but it drives us directly to remember that it was for a purpose. And the most important thing you can hear from our choir, our kids, all the musicians, and from me tonight is that you, can't, you can not only just see that love throughout our city, through TV, through radio, through the music you hear, you can actually experience that love. And what we want you to know is that the love that God has for you is not something that's enough for you just to know about. It's actually something you can personally experience. But that only happens when you get to the core of your problem. You see, the way that you and I experience the love of God is first by recognizing that we have a problem, and our problem is sin. Our problem is the brokenness in our hearts. Even the little cute ones we had on the stage here earlier, weren't they so cute, those preschoolers? Even those little ones, they have little hearts that long to worship themselves rather than their creator. If you don't believe me, I can bring my four-year-old back up here later, and we can have you talk to him. Now, he's as cute as they come, but he, like every other person, and he's being cute right now. You can't see him. Even my Noah, every single person on the planet wants to worship themselves rather than God. That's why we lie, why we steal, why we do the things that we do in our brokenness. And what God says is because we worship ourselves rather than him, we deserve a sentence of death. In fact, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. But the reason we get together tonight, the reason we sing, the reason we declare God's praises is because while the wages of sin is death, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
the penalty that you and I should have been given, Jesus takes on himself. That's what's so special about Christmas, is he's coming to take our place. The way you experience that love is by repenting of your sin, turning from that, and trusting Christ. And what we want you to know more than anything else is that not only do we have cute kids at this church, not only do we have great musicians that sing and play and do all manner of things, but we want you to know that Jesus Christ loves you. And that if you don't know that love, if you've never experienced that love, you can do that before you leave here, even this evening. That may not have been what you came here thinking to do. You may not, that may not even be on your radar. But you can not only know about God's love, you can experience God's love. There's nothing magical you have to say. There's no magical phrase you have to utter or recite. It's just in your heart saying, God, I need you. I know I'm broken. I know I'm a sinner. I'm turning from that, and I want you to save me. I believe Jesus died for me on the cross for my sins, and he rose again on the third day. That's how you can be forgiven of your sins and experience the love of God. And so what I want to do in closing as we wrap this thing up all tonight is I just want to say thank you for coming. Thank you for supporting us. Zach, again, can we say another word of thanks to Zach for his hard work? I'm so thankful for you and for you coming tonight. Please stay around, hang around, talk to family, talk to friends, take lots of pictures. But let me pray for us before I go, okay? Father God, we thank you for your love and your mercy and your kindness towards us. And we thank you that in this season of Christmas, we can not only know about your love, we can not only see your love throughout this city, we can actually experience your love. Thank you that you're a personal God who loves us enough to move heaven and earth to send your son Jesus to die in our place. Lord, I pray for anyone here tonight who's never truly experienced your love. Maybe they know about you, God, but they don't know you really personally. God, I pray that you'd open their eyes tonight, that you'd draw them to yourself, and you'd show them what you've done for them, Lord. And I pray that even this night, as some people are laying in their bed, thinking about what they've heard this evening, think about what's been sung, that they would be struck by how much you love them, and they would repent and trust you for salvation. God, thank you for the wonderful music that's been presented tonight. We pray that Christ would be in our hearts this season. We especially pray in the season of Christmas that you would remind us of your great love for us and that those of us that know you, we'd be quick to share it, especially this Christmas season. We pray all these things in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. You're dismissed. Thank you so much.